Hey everybody, welcome back to Brutally Honest Reviews. Um, I'm Evan. He's Evan. I'm Mike. I'm... Who am I? Lost. I am dressed vastly different than usual. <laughs> I don't usually wear a hat and I don't usually wear a coat. It is getting wildly cold up here in Massachusetts. <laughs> My boy Rick. <laughs> Come on, Dan. <laughs> we have it all. <laughs> pretty good one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get through this. So we're reviewing uh, Bad Times at El Royale today, and um, I don't know if I said correctly, but I'm here with Rob and Justin and and Evan. Um, and Rob. <laughs> and we're reviewing Bad Times at El Royale. Yes. So Bad Times at El Royale looks like it escaped Quentin Tarantino. Um, it's about, uh, nothing. it's really, yeah, it's it really is about nothing. nothing yeah. But it's, it's, about, it, it's, it's about nothing, but at the same time about six different things. Yeah. How it's, many, ca- how many actors? How many ca- gen main six characters? Strangers. One, two, six. Three. It's six of you. He's Wikipedia. Out. Yeah. I'm not. Fuck you, Wikipedia. I got, <laughs> I got about memory. A motherfucker. <laughs> I got memory. What this movie is, though, is it's also classified as a neo How do you say noir? Noir. Noir. N O I R E. You said neo. Okay. I just asked you how to say it. You neo Nazi. I will skull fuck you purple. What I'm asking is how to say it. Noir. It's a neo noir thriller. Anything I've never heard of before. I can see that. But, like, that somehow immediately sums up what this movie is. Much ado about no. nothing. Kinda. Okay. It's a movie about nothing, but at the same it's time, it's noir-ish. Parts are noir-ish. Kinda. But it's not noir. People I, have to gender gender but, slap things. But which Gen- parts would genre? Ooh. Well, both. <laughs> both. If you like to gender no, slap things, don't assign genders. <laughs> What's you can't your genre movie. Zim or Zimmer only. <laughs> this movie is a Zim, uh, Zim, Zimmer. I'm the real this water champ. Logic. And you let Taylor know that. Taylor is the water champ. I'm the water champ. I don't know. Taylor drinks like 80 ounces of water a day. How many gallons is that? Because I can quantify mine into I think gallons. I remember that. I think it's like... How many gallons is that? Yeah. Is ounces? Uh, isn't it 16 ounces per gallon? Mm-hmm. So, math? What original number did I I say? know I drank two gallons 80. a day. I said 80. That right? works sometimes. That sounds like too much. That's like Tom Brady levels. These, those are, That's not a gallon. 16 ounces isn't a gallon. 16 ounces is a quart. Four quarts is a gallon. Right? I am the water champ then. All right, whatever. I don't you fucking know that, Taylor. Drink you onto the table any day. <laughs> she will never watch this. She, she might. Uh, she might. Just take out that clip and show it to her. She might. She'll hear it in her edit. She does watch some of them. I do find the funny thing is like sometimes they'll be editing the podcast and she'll just like join the audience for the entire episode and just laughing hysterically. You definitely gotta show her that little picture on the Tom Segura's thing where he's credited as Russ the Water Chip. Oh, I, I'll I show bet you that some that. mommy's editing it and putting it there. Oh yeah, yeah. That's not really what he is. Probably not. This is Wikipedia. Yeah, definitely someone edited it. 
All right, let's. I don't know. Or he's embracing it, but I feel like he shouldn't embrace it. Although I don't know. Either way, not important. Bad times at El Royale. Okay, so bad times at El Royale is about six strangers who meet at the El Royale, which is a a um, like a an inn or like a hotel located on the border of Nevada and California. And to the point where as they embrace that and they have like the divide inside the lobby that separates Nevada from California and Nevada has its certain rules and California has its certain rules, just like the actual um, states. So in California, it's a dollar more for um, coffee. Oh, no, no, it's, it's a dollar more um, to first stay. First day, first day. Yeah. Um, for no reason other than it's California. For no reason. Yeah. And there's a couple other things like just California. Like, I think you can't drink there. Yeah, you can't buy alcohol in California. Yeah, you have to but, buy in Nevada. Yeah. So you have yeah. to buy in Nevada. And, and walk to California. the other side of the room and drink it. Yeah. What a niche point. Yes. Yeah. so weird. So <laughs> at the beginning of the movie, we're introduced to the first three characters we're introduced to are... Um, and fuck if I remember their names, but I know their actor names. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. John Hamm. Jeff Bridges and John Hamm is the actor name. So we've introduced Jeff Bridges, John Hamm. Well, John Hamm has Actually, like four three characters. different names in that. No, the th- three at first. Yeah, I just forget all of them. Yeah. So Jeff Bridges, we're introduced to. We're introduced as to the John, priest. As the priest. John Hamm as the Flanagan? vacuum salesman. Yeah. Oh, Yes, Flanagan. I think it's Flanagan or Flynn. Flynn, Father Flynn. Yeah, Daniel Flynn. There we go. Yeah, you're fucking me up because Flanagan is is uh, the character from Sons of Anarchy who looks like uh, Jeff Bridges when he wears the mask yeah. in the flashback. Yep. I appreciate that <laughs> Jeff Bridges' name in the movie is uh, Donald Doc O'Kelly. Where the fuck does this movie tell you his full name? It it's never. Does. Yet somehow it, we got that shit. It never says his but name. The thing is, from they make a big point that his real name is never said. Yeah, yeah, actually. they do. That's why I'm sitting there. I'm like, Donald Doc O'Kelly. You know how many jokes you could have worked in with that fucking name? So many. And then the, I'm just saying, like, they never even said it. What's the singer's name? Fayola um, Davis. Name? Daniel No, Sweet. no. Actor name. Darlene Sweet, sorry. The actor name is um Cynthia Erivo. Oh, it's not. No, it's not Viola Davis. I thought it was, I thought I thought I originally saw Viola Davis's name. In her pre- her preview was before this movie. No, The Widows. Oh, That's, is that the yeah. one? Yeah. Oh, that one I want to see real bad. Anyway, those are the first three characters. So, first three characters. We're introduced to, um, and we're inside the lobby of the inn. Well, first we're introduced to just, um, no, that's, all, that's, that's the first characters we're introduced mm-hmm. to. Um, and then we're introduced to the bar, the bellhop, or whatever his the name everything, is. The everything, everything, everything of the, the, the piece of, of shit dickhead. I, le- I think he was my favorite character. He was a good character. No, I don't talk about yeah. it yet. So, <laughs> so we're introduced to the, the, basically, Miles, yeah. Miles, the hotel clerk thing everything he does everything there. he's There's the only man that else. works at the hotel he cleans everything only man or woman 
Or or only non-binary, only non-gender specific. I applaud you for your uh, accuracy. I would be offended otherwise. Um, anyway, what fit up my ass? <laughs> Probably a lot of stuff. Mostly everything looks like it hurt. <laughs> so we're introduced to Miles, who is played by this is my favorite part, Lewis Pullman, who is the son to Bill Pullman. Really? Yep. And Bill Pullman is on uh, The Center right now in its second season, and me and Taylor are fucking loving that show. Nice. You gotta check it out. I love that uh, he doesn't have a Wikipedia page. Lewis Pullman? Mm-hmm. He has an IMDb. Yeah, he hasn't been he in actually, many he's in, he's in a lot of shit, actually. He's in a really? Lot of, yeah. I've, Nobody's I've, made him a, a I've seen him in stuff before. He I could. He absolutely could, but... His, the first time his name's mentioned in this article, you can't click it. And I'm like, oh, okay, he does not have a page. Well, he's younger. He's, like, probably in his 20s, like early 20s. He'll get there. Wikipedia. He'll get there. <laughs> I mean, I thought yeah, he was good. He was, yes. he was amazing, but totally not at first. Telling at what? Yeah, I did. I What's wish it? he would have OD'd in that room at the, at the jump of the film because he was just... Such an unlikable character. Why? It's a lazy piece of shit. At the beginning? At the beginning, yeah. He was, yeah. like, funny, but it was also, like, eh, Yeah, at the beginning, because you, fu- you you have to, unveil- you have to unra- unravel the story. What I'm saying is, at the beginning, I felt that. That changed so much. That's the point. The yeah. Yes, I, I yeah. know. So why are you arguing? That's the point. <laughs> the point I was making was, when the fucker comes out and he goes, like, this is this side of the room, and this is that side of the room. You don't you like do, or whatever. It was his like sales pitch. It wasn't a sales pitch. He was still on opioids. So that's what? where he was placed to do his job. What I'm saying was, in that moment, you non-listening fucks, I didn't care that he existed. Yeah. What I'm saying is, knowing what I know now, I'm fucking happy he exists. Hmm. But I forgot even why I was getting to that point. Thanks. There was no point. You're a liar. <laughs> About as useful as Chris Helmsworth was in this film. Yeah, he was very useful in this. Yeah, film. I know. I didn't think he would be. Every character. Why? He's fantastic. I don't know. Like, like I feel like we should talk about the trailer. Who else are they gonna get to take their so shirt much? off? It was so good. What did? But what did you think the movie was about when you saw the trailer? Exactly what it was about. The fuck you did? Yes, I did. How? I thought it was. I definitely thought Chris Hemsworth was a cult leader. Because if you're gonna get a modern day man to play a charismatic cult leader, that's him. I I, can't... I didn't unsee that, but I but I had no idea what that this movie was about, like at all. And well, how I, could you at all? Know I this thought movie was Dakota about? Johnson was an escapee from the cult, and they all somehow got wrapped up into her story. I didn't think that they'd all end up having their own stories. Is it bad that I just like I saw it and I was like, this is gonna be a Tarantino style film, and then I'm gonna no, I think it. everyone got that. That's that's all it. I needed. I felt that, yeah. I didn't think it'd be like a Tarantino esque film this hard. Well, I mean, so it's much. getting to be to the point to where Tarantino's been around for long enough to people are gonna start emulating his style. Yeah, it's true. This did a little bit like I don't know, arguably better in some ways. Than his last because movie, because there was coercion. Yeah. In his last movie, I think it was better. What was his last movie? Hateful Eight. I don't remember. Tarantino, not yeah. this, not yeah. this yeah, director. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Nothing related to this movie. I just remember Glorious Bastards. I think what Justin's getting times. at is that this had a better 
Tarantino feel to it than Tarantino's recent films, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what I'm saying is it does his effect of being, like, multiple plot concepts, and it does it well. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying he doesn't do it well, but he does it very abstractly, and he does it in a way that makes you have to rewatch the movie a few times to catch everything. I don't think I have to rewatch Bad Times at Hour Royale to catch everybody's story. I'll agree with the Tarantino-esque That's vibes for this movie, either. but I will disagree that Tarantino's movies have lost any kind of edge that they that you think. Oh, not lost. A, I, wasn't I wouldn't say they lost no. an edge. I'm saying this just took. He's Maybe been doing didn't. the same thing forever. To a degree, he's been varying it up a little bit. But I mean, what I'm saying is this movie ties everything back together better than most of his movies do. And that's not a fault of him. That's not what he's going for. He doesn't care if he ties things back together. Well, he cares about like the universe that his movie's in. Like, well, that's all that matters. Like when you go to see a Tarantino movie, you're not really looking for him to change things up. No, fuck no. Yeah. God, so like that's just, that's like that's not a diss on him. I'm not. No, I'm just I'm not saying it's like him. you shouldn't be looking at it as like a like a it's it's going to be different. It's going to be a Tarantino movie because like that's what he wants and that's what we want. You know what I mean? Like so, yeah. I wouldn't look at it as like Tar- It's not ta- like his movies lately aren't different because they're not different because they're never going to be different. No, my shots were not at all about Tarantino. Doing. Wasn't even saying anything negative about no. Tarantino. Just saying that this guy di- does what Tarantino does, but did it? This pulled off the the style of a Tarantino yeah. film and just wrapped it better than Tarantino yeah. does. Yeah, but that's not saying Tarantino doesn't do a good job with his movies. He absolutely okay, okay. does. Okay, okay. I, I think I'm I missed. I think I he missed doesn't. I'm, what I'm getting at is like this guy and this tied is everything thought. together better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and saying? this is a Justin thought. Is like I don't follow Tarantino films the way that maybe Rob does because Rob can remember shit from 50 movies he watched ago. I can't remember what the fuck I'm I a genius. This morning. Like there's just a me thing. So to follow some of his plot lines is very frustrating. Sometimes mm-hmm. I've had to rewatch Inglorious Bastards maybe four times, and I'm sure if I went back for a fifth, the sixth, the seventh, I'd still catch things I missed. So. If I have to watch a movie multiple times to understand it, that movie's tough to watch. I have you seen Inglorious Bastards? Yeah, I don't like it. That is a tough fucking movie to watch. Yeah, I don't like Mostly it. Mostly because it's in like two or three languages. I've seen FDR American Badass both. <laughs> Him with his times. little polio legs. Every yeah, but you I... don't have to rewatch that. No, you definitely no, you don't. Choose to exactly because it's so good. Him with his fucking little legs. Ah! You can't say little legs. It's literally one of my favorite movies of all time, and like it's, it's so stupid. I it love is it. So stupid. But anyway, what did you think of the movie initially going in? Because we never did that. Dog shit. <laughs> what do you no. really think? You no, really I think? liked it. This is kind of the opposite of First Man, where I went in expecting a lot more and didn't get totally what I wanted out of it. I still liked it. Yeah. Definitely still liked it, but it kind of had that problem with that the Hateful Eight had with me was I was expecting a lot more action out of it, where this was mainly just backstory. It did have action in it, and I did like the backstory and the stories it went to with the characters just wasn't completely what I was expecting based off of the trailer. Yeah. I don't feel like I was lied to. But yeah. Mm. I still liked it. I thought I thought that the trailer also was like I, I was I was also like when you have a good trailer you're always expecting a little bit more like going on. Um, it was like the way they played out the movie was very the kind of noirish. 
that, that I will say, especially like at the beginning with John Hamm and like the back and forth, like in the the things simultaneously going on. Excuse me. The way they played out his character in the trailer, I thought he also worked at the hotel. It's weird that you guys are even drawing so much from oh, that. Because wow. I don't remember what it made me feel or think. I just remember it making me be like, I want to see this because it's mysterious. It's not handing me on a platter of what this movie's about. Like, oh, a lot of trailers do that, and I fucking hate it. Like, I thought Tarantino directed it up until I, I got to the theater and saw it was a different director. I, I think uh, I did too. <laughs> like, that trailer felt very Tarantino, and I was like, yeah. Normally I would have looked into it, but I was so busy, so I just I, I just didn't even want to look into it. Like, the trailer was so convincing, I didn't care to look into this movie. Yeah. Which is maybe why I didn't draw any conclusions from the trailer. I just kind of went like, this exists, watch it. And that's how I felt. Mm-hmm. What what did you guys what well you just said what you thought um what did you guys think about so well let, let's let's go into it a little bit because let's go up until we introduce all the characters before we talk about which is our favorite and who we hate um so like we're so in the beginning of the movie everybody's ends up at the El Royale for some reason all of these six characters um, the first character they have their reasons but. Dar- uh, Darlene, they do have their reasons. Darlene, <clears throat> so we'll just give away. I'm not gonna go like in sequen- sequential. I'm just gonna give away what their backstory is right away. Yeah, probably. So, Darlene's backstory is that she, in the past, she was a singer and she could never get quite break out there um, because her agent would always basically tell her that she wasn't good enough. Um, and basically hold it over her head and keep her kind of locked down and uh, basically almost like, like like it seemed like he was kind of like pity slaving her um, not pity um, you know what I mean like because he wasn't happy with himself he was taking it out on everybody he was working I don't, with kind of thing I, I enjoy that's the way you read that I don't not to go too far down this road I, I think it was just a typical music agent producer record representative he's basically an ar man yeah he's an asshole he's just an ar man back in the day but he's yeah. just simply just being like hey you're a backup singer stop fucking this up you think your only job is to be a backup singer yeah you only get and so much i don't think money. he was her representation i don't think he had anything to do with her he's just like you're being paid to just be a backup singer fucking sing yeah and she felt so empowered to be this center character that it fucked her because she wasn't good enough to be the center character Although, yeah, I kind of like listening to it. I'm like, I don't. I have 14 years in music, so it's not like I, I'm, I'm like lost when the scene happened. I was like, I was in that, and I was like, what did she fuck up on? Like, mm. is this, this guy's just kind of being a she dick was, to be a dick. She was becoming a bit too much the center of the attention. I think that's so. Yeah. That see, I would have respected that scene if that is what he threw shade at. But what he threw shade at was that he's like, oh, you went too high there, and you were flat here, and I was like. Well, that's why if I thought it was. If you're an actual a, musician, it's very hard to fuck up on purpose. That's like, why I thought it was an emotional thing that he wasn't happy with him. He wasn't happy enough where he was, so he took it out on her because she was trying to be the spotlight, and he was he was basically essentially the spotlight, and took offense to that. I see why you think that, but yeah. why I disagree with why that's the case is because everybody that works for a label during that time was a cuck. Well, yes, like they very true. they are not taking their own feelings out they're just pieces of shit human beings being like i want money and you're not fucking making it for me and like that's all they were 
And I think it's just as black and white as that could ever be. <laughs> I understand what Bobby was saying about your fucks really biting at the end. Because I heard it then and I was like, oh, there's a biting F. <laughs> That's how that guy was, though. <laughs> fuck. That, that was a violent fuck. It was, it was. <laughs> oh, man. Nobody can swear quite like me. Um, Take that as a gift. I, I just, I, I, just I, I didn't really, I mean, I, I could be wrong. I just took it a little further mentally with that. Yeah, um, I didn't really think that much into it. Anyway, that's her backstory. She's, she's been, she was fucked up from like years ago because she wasn't good enough as a singer. And in that very room, uh, room five of, um, of the El Royale is where she was had that traumatizing experience where she was told by her agent basically to um, basically get better or you're fuck fucking, off. You're, or fuck off. You're just going to keep making $12 an hour or $12 a day, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Was it a day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no matter how 12 long. 12 an she's hour there at this time. This no matter how feet. long she's there. Right. Um, <clears throat> so that's her backstory. And we meet the father. In his backstory, even though it's not revealed to anyone yet, father as in priest. Father None of these as backstories are revealed when we meet these characters. No, no. no. Well, no. Um, no, no, no. Uh, I would say John Hams is the closest to being revealed. No, he's one of the first revealed. His no, is the first his, revealed. His, but he, the fact that he's a like, uh, like you, a secret agent. Yeah, you could. Okay. Is revealed. His in. is the first story we go into. He's the yeah. first one that delves down into yeah. it. So John Hamm's technically. He dies the real first. fucking quick. That's not really the point. If you just want to go down the list, it's literally like it's just it's well, Priest, it's, Darlene, Emily, Ham. I'm going by weird names now. That's who we. That's, that's it. And then like Rose. That's the order we get introduced Miles. to them by. Well, I'm gonna introduce. I'm gonna introduce all the characters. That's how we'll Wikipedia puts like character lists. I don't think that's right. Pretty sure Darlene's the first one we see, then the priest, then Dar- John Hamm. It is Darlene the priest. Yeah. Yeah, and they're the top two. So they yeah. went together. So the, the priest's backstory, even though like it jumps yeah, back and forth, he kind of grows throughout the movie. Um, the priest's backstory, he is not a priest, obviously. He's told five million times in the movie. Um, he is actually an That's ex-convict. Yep. Um, he's an ex-convict. Bank who, robber? Bank robber. who's a bank robber in this awesome flashback scene we see later where he's <laughs> a bank robber with three other people, two other people with masks. Um, one being his brother. One being his brother, who was also played by someone known. Yeah. It looked like Ron Swanson, but I don't think it was. It was. Offerman. It was Ron it was. Swanson. Yeah. It was, yeah. Ron Swanson played his yeah. brother who, in the flashback. He's in it for maybe two minutes, and I picked that up. Yeah, and that's pretty good. It's weird that his name even met Genius. the credits, like the, the trailer credits. Well, because yeah. we, we were thinking, like, where the fuck was Ron Swanson? Because you don't really see out. his upper half of his face. No, you see a no. mask. That's it. It's a pretty good guess. Yeah. But, um, so his backstory is he's a bank robber, and he goes to jail and he is actually suffering from a like is it dementia is it dementia i think it's dementia it's it's probably alzheimer's but it could be dementia it's also 69 so it's gray Gray, they haven't figured that out yet it's gray like his memory sorry too soon were you saying gray area it's gray yeah (laughs) 
When did, no, seriously, what do you mean by it's gray? Like it's the movie doesn't specify not if it's Alzheimer's or that. It's not it's, defined. It's not black and white. It's gray. So gray. We area. don't really know. Yeah. yeah so you gray. meant yes. gray area. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I thought you meant something different, and I was like, oh shit! Did we just say gray for two different reasons? That would be really weird. Oof. Someone's a bit too on the medicine. <laughs> a little. Yeah, Justin. Yeah, you're overanalyzing gray. That's what we are. Justin, what does it really mean? You have no gray matter, Justin. What is life? I sh- I just shouldn't exist. <laughs> anyway, um, fuck Game of Thrones. These shots fired. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> hey Rob, I'm strong enough to flip Dad this table over, motherfucker. I don't think you can flip this table. This oh, table is I so could. flippable. I picked up a car. Are you kidding? Yeah, it's kind of. Yeah, it's flippable. I could easily... You picked up a car? Yeah. Warren Weston's car. He didn't say. He said I couldn't. Why and do I, I feel did. like Warren Weston drove a Civic? He did. But I still <laughs> fucking picked it up. <laughs> okay, that... The rear tires joke. were off the ground. You can lift a fucking... It doesn't matter. I'm so strong. It's a strong. go-kart of cars. I'm so strong. <laughs> So what movie are we talking about? I forgot. The priest backstory. <laughs> so the priest backstory yes. in Bad Times at the Royale. He is not a priest. He is a bank robber, and he goes to jail, and he is actually suffering from dementia or some kind of mental uh, loss or men- some loss of function. Degenerative disease. Yeah. Yeah. So he goes to jail. He ends up getting parole. And Basically. is trying to find the money that he had stashed at the El Royale from the bank robbery. His brother stashed it. His brother stashed it. Because he got arrested while his brother was You're taken right. out. Darlene's there because Darlene is going back to the hotel where she keeps trying to prove herself. Um, back to room five where she was told she wasn't good enough and she goes there to practice or some kind of closure. That's or where something. she's staying to because it's... um. It's cheaper than staying in Reno, which is where she has a gig lined up. Yeah. Like a hotel, I mean, not a, a casino residency. Mm. Here's an important thing. Is it really important that she stays in room five? No. No. Is anything any of these fuckers doing? You important? don't think, you don't think they were say, saying that it was really important? No. I don't think so. Because I had a problem with later on when she was like, can you move further away? Can I move further away when when that was know? because she's singing? She doesn't want to disturb people. While I she's I get that, but I also I didn't I didn't think that the room didn't matter. I thought that the room was very specific and mattered. I don't think so. I think it only became important once Jeff Bridges picked the wrong room, okay. and that he had to team up with her to get what he wanted. Okay, okay. The only thing that annoyed me about her, Darlene, was just that like when she put up all that soundproofing in her room. I'm just sitting there thinking like, how fucking cheap was foam back then? Like, Oh, she had put a mad foam. Like, I'm sitting there thinking cheap. about it, I was like, I had to buy foam for my room like 24, 25, 25 foot panels were like 120 bucks. Mm. Like, how fucking cheap? Cause she but, was broke. But like, that's just a Justin thing that I was stuck on. But it was just kind of like, that's easy, like five, $600 worth of foam, what the fuck? 
But Do if you were that? if you were just a singer though, and like all you did was live for like your craft, it is kind of believable that you, you might drive, invest. You have insurance. You have She's also care, had you those. Have, Home probably. But she doesn't not have in place the sixties. She doesn't have a place. To I don't live. think so. No. No, she's staying in the you hotel. Don't think so. Doesn't mean she doesn't. No, she's staying she's in the homeless. hotel. That's no. That's where she's staying. The hotel. Yeah, she's homeless because she's got a but gig. Why did she ever arena. check out? She's not going to, or she wouldn't have. We are way too long about Darlene. Anyway, well, <laughs> well, she's the first character. Yeah. So, so the priest, he's he's kind of, he, yeah. So we meet the priest, uh, John Hamm. We meet who's like a vacuum salesman, slash FBI, slash FBI agent. He's um, the most John Hamm John Hamm has ever been. Yeah. Except when he was John Hamm. He fucking owns who he is in that kid as that character. He did. I couldn't help but think I'm like, this is what John Hamm does best is monologues, and he fucking nails it because mm. it's what he does. So all three of them are in the in the hotel. And we kind of, you know, there's like a good, this is a really good, I like all the chemistry between them. It's, it's a very good, it's, it's a bunch of, it's a good dynamic. Yeah. yeah, it's a good dynamic. It's a bunch of talented actors with good writing and it, it, it works really well. And then we meet Lewis Pullman, who plays the, the, uh, the, um, Miles, the, Miles, Miles, the hotel, Attendant. what are they calling I would just call it tendon because he does everything. Okay, so he's Miles, a bellhop. He's do you know? Do you know what they actually credit him as? Bark. What the young and psychologically damaged concierge of the El Royale. Oh, that's how a, about he, he oh, just so he's call a concierge? him the That's his title, a concierge. Concierge. Psychologically concierge. damaged concierge. Yeah, but you're not gonna know that right when you meet him. So Miles, no, I think, think he's a little right away. He's fucked in that. Miles right the back. concierge. So Miles the concierge. <laughs> Has so this is digging way deep into the plot of the movie. So I've, I mean, obviously, if you watch our fucking podcast, you know we spoil everything real quick. That's our so, love spoilers. Yeah, you you're gonna we're just gonna jump into it. So Lewis Pullman Miles, as you know, um, is the psychologically damaged concierge, according to Justin's Wikipedia article. According to the um, fucking movie credits, and and an abuser of. Opioids. Yes. Well, Presumably. let's get back. Let's get into his backstory right, first. So, because that's why he does that. Yeah. So his backstory is um, there's an awesome scene we're seeing. We see that he, basically he's a sharpshooter in the army in um, Vietnam. In Vietnam, he survives and that he takes it as a sign of God, and. Thus forth, he continues to pray and and for forgiveness continually throughout his entire life. I assume the army has positioned him in at the El Royale to listen in on all those government things. I don't think so. Why do you think the, that he suckered himself into that then? Because when you come back from war, I mean, especially after Vietnam, those vets got shitted on. A lot of them became homeless. They didn't get jobs. People fucking threw trash at no, them. Vietnam was but, a very not wanted yeah. war. So you yeah. think he just took a job at the El I, t- I think he took what he could get, gave him a place to live. The army is not going to have any pull on that. They wouldn't care about... I totally thought that they had a motive there with that, though. I, I so. totally thought that, that they were With like, him? this guy survived, but he can't fight anymore. Let's throw him here. Nah, you, can... you, 
So I think you're thinking that the El Royale is a lot more important than we initially thought it was going to be. Who do you think owns the El Royale then? Because it was used well, for. We don't know. <laughs> it was perverts. used. No, 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 not perverts. No, because they there was a line in there that it was said it, it, that Miles was telling. Um, Miles was telling um, Darlene that it wasn't hasn't been used quote unquote since the election. Oh, that's the Nixon election. That's because someone got found doing dirty things. Well, what I'm saying is like I think that I don't think that it was a pervert thing. I think that it was literally. Well, I think it started out as a pervert thing and it got shut down because they witnessed something they weren't supposed to witness. This is gonna. This is gonna no. be a never-ending. No. We'll never know unless there's a sequel. No, it was very clearly used as a tool for the CIA to spy on presidents and yes. in office. Yes, it's, it's not a pervert's yeah, game. It just happened to be yeah. pervert's game because human beings are fucking perverts. Yeah, but uh, I don't. But think... I don't think that's why they were filming. I don't think that's why they were in the tunnels. I don't think any of that was why necessarily that was the case. But maybe if it was, it was the case so they could blackmail the opposing party. Yeah. Like the Republicans could blackmail the Dems, the Dems could blackmail the Republicans, speaking in 1969's terms. It, 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 was, it, it, it wasn't clear. That is true. But like I, I thought that like that's what I got. But understanding American From history, that I that got from it, but I don't think that the army would have had anything to do with no. posting that Fuck guy that. there. No, not the army, but the government is still, I mean, the government is still the government. So my thought is that if Miles was taken out of this... Like this he war was zone because he's mentally unstable now. Yeah, but he probably he probably told them I can't do this, I can't do this anymore. Like I'm, I have found God. They probably said, "Well, you've signed your this many years to us. We're gonna put you here because this is the where Enum we can benefit from you." Yeah, you could still sign up for the it. Enum was a draft. That's Some not the point. No, no, you know I'm I mean. just saying the point of like the army didn't give up. The government did not give a fuck about Vietnam vets. When the war was done. Tell us what you think. Tell if, if you not. can prove to us or where yeah, the yeah. truth is here. What is Miles' real reason why he's at that Royale? We don't know. Oh, We'd like to know. A job. Wanted to nap on and Mike. a place to stay. Gotta, That's free lounge, motherfucker. You gotta get that Ron boy. <laughs> he was one of the smart ones. That H Ron. So anyway. So we're moving on. <laughs> um. <laughs> We get to the point where they all get rooms. Um, and then the Fifty Shades Freak comes in. Fifty Shades Freak, the, yeah. the girl, right? Yeah. What's her name? What's the actress's name? Something Johnson. Dakota Johnson. Yes. Dakota Johnson? Yeah. yeah. Dakota Johnson. So, so Emily. what's her character name? Emily? Emily. And Rose, right? Rosa? Yep. Emily and Rose. Rose. Her sister was a midget. Yeah. So Emily comes in. Yeah, and comes into the hotel, and they all get rooms after, like, obviously, like, infighting, blah, blah, blah. Um, John Hamm gets the penthouse, like, yeah. Honeymoon suite. The honeymoon suite, yep. Yeah. Um, Taking out all them bugs. Emily gets the room number... F- Do you remember what room? Or does she end up getting the... What room does she get? Oh, she gets one She's of the non-used rooms. Yeah, she just doesn't care. She just gets anything. Yeah, yeah. And then John Hamm gets his honeymoon suite. The priest gets room four. Um, Darling Darlene gets, gets room five. five. And then we see them kind of go back to the rooms and do their various things. Darlene starts singing. 
Um, the priest goes and observes her for a bit creepily. No, John Hamm does. Oh, it's John Hamm. Because right. he's taking out his wiretap and then discovers many wiretaps. Oh, yeah, he removes like 50 to 100 wiretaps at least. Quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes back to the concierge. Yeah. And finds him all passed out, fucked up on that Ron. <laughs> takes his <laughs> takes his master key figures out things goes down to the basement figures out things it's very easily it's figured out then goes down sees the perverts and yeah. you got things stationed to watch people get their fuck on that, that, <laughs> yeah. yeah inadvertently that is what it's yeah. become yeah it's not like anybody that stays at that hotel is doing anything but doing I'm sure they've got to pay the bills. But... And $12 a room, I'd buy the whole fucking hotel. It was 19 fucking 60 That's a lot of money. Yeah, now. it's not $12 now. And it's so lost on me. Actually, I'm like, it's, it's $12. You gotta adjust for inflation, this boy. Was, this was 70s, I think. No, late 69. Late 60s, yeah. 69. Late 60s? Yeah, yeah it's pinned 69. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I think fucking Gabe I, figured out because of some guitarist and shit that was being <laughs> Guitar, goddamn idiot. Oh, man. I hate you, Gabe. Yeah, fuck you twice. He <laughs> I kind of like you, Gabe. He's like, usually I would point out that that's wrong, but it's a pretty time period correct guitar <laughs> that you use. I was like, fuck you, shut your mouth and watch a movie. <laughs> that is a fair thing to throw shade at, no, though. No, I know. On a time-sensitive movie, on a time yeah, period movie. Yeah. Period chat, whatever. Yeah. If it's a gun, I too would throw that if shit. it's a gun or oh some God. type of guitar game, can do that. Oh, it's a gun or guitar. I could name the point too. Yeah. yeah. But that's not probably something I would throw shade at if it was wrong. Hmm. I mean, I guess if I saw an ESP. Anyway, anyway, go on. Who cares? So yeah, let's get back <laughs> to this movie. So we see. So John Hamm goes right after he he talks to the FBI. After he finds out that Emily has some girl, which yeah, is actually her sister, Rose, uh, tied up in her room and seemingly has just kidnapped someone and maybe murdered somebody because there's this new news broadcast about someone murdering somebody. Um, something's going on. So he goes and decides after the FBI tells him to basically shut it down. Um, he goes outside, he removes all of the starters from all of the cars, um, and then he goes and knocks on um, Emily's door because he, even though he was told orders not to interfere, he can't, you know, he's, he's a good can't man. He can't not do it. He can't not do it. Yeah. Um, so he goes and knocks on the door. Uh, Emily is basically like, fuck off. He breaks in anyway. Punches her in the eye. Punches her in the eye. Ends up getting shot. Through the surveillance glass that happens to have that happen, Miles happens to be looking in from the other side, yep. and gets buckshot right in his face. Gets all fucked up. It's all fucked up. Um, very Tarantino-esque scene. God damn the writing for that. So just to skip just the littlest bit that relates to that scene was that when Emily finally gets him tied up in the the lobby or whatever. Yeah. She's just like he's just sitting there like, what does my face look like? Like am I okay? And she's like. You're, you're gonna have to learn to live with what you are now. I like and that. And I thought that was the most like Tarantino funny fucking thing I've ever seen. Like I saw that gave me a, in that. That gave me a good laugh, and I was the only yeah, one was to laugh at that. 
I'm just gonna. The only thing that I that I have left that I have to argue about uh. that I fucking could not stand <laughs> is the door that open. the door was fucking open. That she kidnapped this her sister. Yeah, that and Gabe pointed that out too. Gabe was like, "You're just gonna fucking leave the door open the whole fucking time." I was like, you guys, like I had that thought idiot. too. Everyone did. I had that thought, but not. Someone. I did not have that thought. Like Evan had that thought. Evan whispered over to me like four or five Taylor times. He's was like, pissed. he's like this fucking door, <laughs> and I'm like, chill. And he's like, he was about to sleep or leave the theater. By the third or fourth time he saw the door open, I was like, you could calm the fuck she's down. She's so bad at what movie. she was doing. <laughs> like, yeah, she's bad at what she's doing. She's not a kidnapper. Like, yeah. this makes sense. But still, you gotta fucking close that door. You close if the door was... when you take a shit. You're not gonna close the door when you kidnap someone? If she was bad at what alone, she was doing... That door would always be open. If she was bad at what she was doing, it should have been evident that she was nervous. Yeah, she it wasn't. Was she seemed cool and calculated exactly. with what she was doing. Exactly. I can, that The door pissed me off, too. It pissed Gabe off, too. I can see I can exactly why. That way, yeah. I was it the pissed only me thing. off, too. Yeah. I just didn't... I didn't let it ruin the movie for me. No, oh, I doubt it ruined it for anyone. But... Uh, ask this guy. It didn't ruin it for yeah, me, but it... It definitely it took away from it. It annoyed him it. enough to bring it up. <laughs> it, it knocked it down a couple bits. When a, a movie this well made... When a movie this well made has something like that. That's stupid, yeah. Yeah, it's stupid. When they pay such high attention to detail and everything else, I'm like, oh, gonna leave that open? Yeah. So, like, if I'm watching a shitty movie that I have, like, a plot hole, like, I can subconsciously overlook it because it's a shitty movie. movie. This movie was made very cheaply for Chris Hemsworth. 32 mil. Mm-hmm. That is a really cheap movie for what we kind end up of is. seeing. Well, I mean, he wasn't in that much of it. No, but what I'm saying was, like, you, you saw the trailer for this movie, and you're thinking maybe, like, 70-ish? I was thinking, like, 70-ish. Well, they definitely... No, I could... 80? I could tell it was cheap. Just because it, it, it was wasn't going to have... Exactly. Yeah, it was called one the El Royale. Like, I, I, I felt like it was at one location, but I still thought... All the budget went into the it. actors. Oh, yeah, because what effects were there? Like, so little. Yeah, not many. Yeah, the, the ending. The VFX. The makeup. The fucking window. Makeup breaking. and ending. The and fire. Characters. The Most fire was probably real. taxes for yeah. two states. 90% of this probably went into the actors. Yeah, I'm just like, I just look at that number. I'm like, that's pretty inexpensive for what this was. Yeah, I feel. I'd, I feel. Say, I'd say that feels right along. Like, like, if you had told me this movie cost $50 million, I'd be like, where? Yeah, I, I guess thinking about this it. This is a very good, simple movie. Mm. Trailer design alone was 15 minutes. No, I'm just kidding. So, John Hamm gets killed. He's dead. Whoa. She gets, he gets shot. Um, Miles, the bar the bar hop, is still alive. The bar, oh, the concierge oh, is... Oh, shit. The bar hop. The concierge is still alive. He's just got a buckshot in his face behind there. He's ugly, you know. Yep like a bitch the whole time so the after like a bunch of different confrontations between the um the priest and darlene after uh talk in their car together and she they basically tell each other that they they, they know that someone that was killed there yeah um he convinces her gotta touch on that a little bit because yeah the priest offers to take darlene for something to eat in the lobby yeah He's going to drug her so he can check her room. She probably yeah. thinks it's something else, so she fucks him up. 
Yeah. Hits him over the head with a bottle. Real fucking Knocks hard. him out for a bit. So yeah. hard. That's yeah. a big oh, bottle. She fucked him up. Mm-hmm. She got him good. Oh, yeah. And he, then... He wakes up with Miles there, that awesome scene where he's like... Where he's just sarcastic. Just go get the whiskey or something like that. Are you sure that you'd be funny. needing that? I'm fine. I'm an old man. I fell. That shit happens. Go yeah. get the whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite I feel line like, in movie I feel like right Steve now. would say something like that if he were old. Yeah. yeah. Shit happens. Get the whiskey. <laughs> like, I feel that in my soul. Yeah. Like, I feel yeah. that every day around, oh. like, 3 o'clock. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. Email filter. Yeah, shit happens. Get the whiskey. Yeah. That's like a life motto. I'm getting tatted on my ass. Not doing that. Right on the butthole. Yeah. No. Ow. If you share this video a thousand times, we will make Justin get this tattoo. On his butthole. What if we get Big Devil Line and somebody sees this and then shares it a thousand times? That you gotta get on your butthole. This is time sensitive. You, you have till Christmas. You want to be the no. most hated podcast. Yeah, you yet. have until Christmas. 2018. No, Christmas no. 2018. No. <laughs> Just Christmas. No, that would hurt so fucking much. How do you know? Get one first to see how you bad it's going to You ever scratch your ass the wrong way? No, I the do it the right way. way. I was raised. Yeah, like you I'm, just like, you literally scratch your ass. What's the wrong way? The wrong way? Like you come like out of... Your asshole is in flat skin, you fuck. Like with a knife? What? How do you scratch your asshole the wrong you way? You scratch your ass with a knife? No, that's what I'm Where saying. That would be the asshole. wrong way. I'm just saying if you ever scratch your <laughs> like asshole a little bit wrong. if you scratch your asshole with a foreign object? A fork? Okay. Maybe. You just, that's going to be the wrong way. If you do with a little bit of finger on the outside of your boxers, you're going to end up perfectly fine. No harm done. No foul there. <laughs> Got a nice scratched butthole. No pain. I don't know how we got here. What's not great is I have to pee really bad stop right now. And buttholes. We need to get back to the plot. Yes. Justin cannot leave. Justin cannot hold his pee either, which is a real fucking shame. So John Hamm's dead. Um, so dead. And Miles is wounded. And the pre- we went into the priest backstory a little bit. Um, eventually, so we're just gonna jump ahead. Eventually, the priest and and um, Darlene trust each other. By default. By by default, yes. They don't re- they don't trust each other, but there's something for each of them to gain. Right. For helping each other. So they agree to work together. And Darlene sings in her room while um, the priest hides and secretly between the beds crouching down outside of the view of the the mirror the the double-sided mirror where um emily's watching them mm-hmm. he continues to dig up the the goods basically all of his the stuff bag that he saved money. a bag of money and a tape that he was told about by no miles. he found that in yeah, he found that in Miles' drug office. Yeah. Oh, he found that in Miles' drug yeah. office? I might have yeah. missed that one. I popped into the bathroom at that time. Yeah. So it's a po- basically a politician fucking some girl, I guess. Presumably. Oh. Presumably. We have no idea. It was a Kennedy for sure. Well, around considering the time period, probably. Could have been Robert. Probably. Robert Kennedy. They both like to fuck. <laughs> one liked to kill. We probably both did. No, that was Ted. Ted. 
a brother killed. Yeah, Ted's the killer. And their dad was the true asshole. Wait, so Ted, is, Ted killed someone? Yeah, yeah, he killed the woman drunk driving. Got off scot-free. Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. Massachusetts Boys governor. will be boys. He was a senator for like a thousand years. Oh, was he a senator? He was. Was yeah. senator. You're right. Yeah. It was a real shame when he passed. He, he was got a, a really senator. bad disease. Or was it Alzheimer's? It's fine. I actually have no idea. Do you remember? I didn't cry. He died. We were kind of young. It was a, he had a bad disease or ailment. He was a fucking yeah. Kennedy. He just he just had the curse. Yeah, she's poised curse. to die the curse sooner. Was pretty or later. bad. Like every yeah, Kennedy they may, died. they may have liked to fuck a lot, but they were cursed. Also. Yeah, all well, the pussy they got, they the... died for their sins. One of them fucking hit a tree. Skiing. That was Kennedy. Oh, yeah. hit a tree. They were skiing. all Kennedy. Yeah, I meant I meant Ted. Ted's the one who killed the woman drunk driving. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. over. Bobby and JFK were the ones that liked to fuck the Ted same shot. women. Yeah. John was shot. So was Robert. Robert was shot, yeah, right. The sister got her head drilled into. So mean. What? So fucked up. That story's so fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> their dad lobotomized their daughter. She was so here's daughter. the here's the quickest story of this one. I've ever yeah. I've ever told. Was just that she was basically like a teenage girl, probably was bipolar depressed. Yeah, she had something a- along those lines. Very teenage girl, and the Kennedy dad was like, "You're not acting very Kennedy. We got to deal with this." And by dealing with it, was the he made doctor her a drilled veggie. a fucking hole into her head, and she went potato immediately. Yeah, like there wasn't even a question. She went a hundred to zero real quick. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And they basically put her in a fucking home for life and did not talk about her existence yep. until long after half the family was dead. Yep. And she did not die up until, like... Somewhat recently. Really recently. That's like Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen's sister who's actually... Better like, than both of them. Better than both of them. <laughs> and she's not a drug addict? Yeah. Because, like, I remember in one of those stupid cartoons, they had a skit where Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen were, like, out and about, and, like, their sister was locked in the basement. It's so fucked up. So fucked up. I used to think Sweet D was actually their sister. Oh, that's actually, that's funny. Yeah. She looks so much like them. She is. What are you talking about? <laughs> um... So back to this yeah. movie. Fuck the Kennedys. We'll talk about the Yeah, movie. we need to get into this. Not shit. literally fuck the Kennedys. That's don't that's don't fair. do. You'll die. Yeah. Um. So anyway. Oh shit! That means Schwarzenegger's gonna go. All right. Ryan Del Rey's living vicariously through a Kennedy. Through a Kennedy. That sounds very. Have sexual. you seen any of her music videos? <laughs> no. No. She wishes she was a Kennedy. I don't care. That's yeah. Funny. Fuck that lady. That's I don't know who that is. Fuck that lady. Um, I mean, I'm wrong. So where we are in the movie, they dig up the money, they find the money, they find the tape. Decide to split it. Um, decide to split it, but at the same time, we find out that the side plot, Emily finds out from Rose that she invited someone, the Ooh. cult leader, Chris Hemsworth. Thor. What? Thor. Oh, I think you said four. Uh, no, I think four. four, too. Thor. Well, yes, he also plays Thor. Um, but yeah, there's the first we see of him is just his butt cheeks. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> you don't see his face, you just turn around and like, oh, butt cheeks. And then we see a bunch of uh, cult scenes of him just being a cult leader and doing weird, gross shit Making with an underage fight. girl. She looks underage. I don't She's know. She's not, though. She's in her 20s. Was she at the time of that fire- campfire scene, though? 
Well, I mean, she's probably meant to be under 16 in the movie, but in real life, she's like 20. No, no, I'm saying in the movie. Yeah, yeah she definitely had to. She had to have been underage yeah, in the movie. Yeah, she was underage. So that was fucked up. Um, yeah, the so, whole cult thing's fucked up. So this douchebag shows up, and there's a pretty cool scene with the roulette where he makes them basically roll for roll, uh, call of the roulette color to, for their survival. I thought that was like very funny until somebody got killed. Cause then oh, I, thought, I didn't know. That very much made me realize how much I like a lot of these characters, and their mm. death was very fucked up. Did Emily die from that? Oh yeah, for sure. She died. Yeah. yeah. See that? Shit. I didn't care about her character. Don. I don't. Yeah, I didn't care about the. Her I just didn't want two people to die. I just thought, geez, you're being really, didn't. you're being a really shitty older sister. You should have whipped your sister into yeah. shape. I. I I was to a point where it's like I didn't feel bad for Emily or Rose. I hated both of them. Yep. And I thought that her sister needed a good goddamn reprimanding. Gabe really hated her. Who? Ro- Emily? Rose. Rose? During the movie goes, this fucking stupid bitch, I hope she dies. Honestly. And that was before she even did anything. She was such a hateable character. Oh, yeah, but I think she was supposed to be. She was, but like, she was, like, there's there's real, like, this fucking naivety of, like, young girls and, like, just this piece of Especially shit. Especially in that advantage. time. Yeah. It's such a Charles Manson type vibe off of this guy. Yeah, yeah. Why didn't they fucking get him to play him in Quentin Tarantino's Charles Manson movie? <laughs> that was Tarantino? He's making a Charles Manson movie. Uh, with, Manson's um, dead now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, you mean why didn't we get, get Chris Hemsworth? Is Charles Manson dead? Yeah. He just died like, but, I mean, two years Quentin ago. But I mean, Quentin Tarantino's next ago. movie is a Charles Manson movie. Nice. Yeah, that's It's nice. got Brad Pitt, Leonardo Gee, I DiCaprio. Oh, shit. I don't even know who's playing Charles Manson. From some it should have been, but I, I don't know. But it's it's gonna be a good one. It's got a stellar cast. Yeah, I don't know. It could be either one of them could play him, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly don't know who is playing him, but Jonah Charles, Hill. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> He's in that movie Mani- that show Maniac. I still need to see. Me too. Is it fat Jonah Hill or skinny one? Skinny. Again? It's weird. It's 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 because the way movies are, it's like one. It's like depending on how long post production takes, you may be seeing like next year we could see like Moneyball, Jonah Hill again. That's gonna happen for the next two or years. Or War Dogs. Or War Dogs, yeah. <laughs> he went from Twenty Two Jump Street to War Dogs. Yeah. It looked like he ate himself. Yeah, that that was the one he was fucking huge in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty intense. Um, so where we're at right now, Emily gets shot in the roulette. Dead. Um, the next roulette happens, and Miles would probably be dead, but the lights go out, right? Or something happens. I, f- I forget exactly what, but the roulette... Yeah, Jeff Bridges fucking... Headbutts oh, him fucks in the him nose. Up. Yeah. Starts beating the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah. That was a good scene. It's funny, as that was going on, I was just quoting the big Lebowski, just looking over at Gabe, like, I just wanted my rug back, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was saying a couple things like that. But yeah, he beats the shit out of him. Ugh. 
some guy, some goon drops the gun. Yeah. And that's when we get Miles' backstory. Or his flashback. Is it just me? Is it, Well, I know it's not just me. I, ta- I talked to you during it that um, I want to see a movie on each of their backstories. That would be kind of cool. You could probably do it. I never quickly shot that down, but as most of them would be pretty boring. Not really, though. Well, their story, like Darlene's, would basically be showgirls. His would be every right. Vietnam movie you've ever seen. No, it no. wasn't. That looks sick. No, that would be different. That looked bad. We haven't focused on many sharpshooters in Vietnam. That I was some of the best. I think more specific, footage. but it'd be. It'd I think be, the Jeff Bridges one would be good. His yep. would be yes, hundred yes. percent. John Hams, not so much. John Hams would be boring, but I really wish this movie... Because he didn't... It didn't go into Woo! his backstory. It just makes me yeah, like, no, oh, no, I'm an no. FBI this, agent and I'm so here to figure So that's the thing that really pissed me off was that we have no idea what the fuck John Hamm was doing. No, Evan said it. That's what he was doing. He had to have been collecting... This had to have been after Kennedy was shot, whichever one it was. Yeah. And he, they were collecting their evidence... Okay, and he was going point. to get the real, which is why he was so shocked when there was no film in the camera. I see your point. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Touche. Yeah. Overlooked that. Most of the backstories, though, were pretty damn awesome. They were good. I just think they all could be no more than like 15, 20 minute shorts. Well, with the cult one, oh, man, with, the cult one could be its own movie. The cult one. That's basically Charles Manson, though. Miles one. Even oh, with any cult effort. Even, yeah, Manson. but even with the killing, the stabbings of in California. I would agree with you, except Charles Manson didn't actually kill anybody. Well, yeah, neither did he in this. Oh, until what are you slow? No, at he that shot killing. some motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, but at that killing, he didn't kill anyone. It was M. Uh, Rose. Oh, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Rose killed. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I see your point. Maybe. It, yeah, Rose is okay. the killer. He's definitely news. heavily based off Charles I actually kind of forgot Manson. about that little like fall off plot line because yeah. I was like, that didn't seem important. It wasn't. It, that it back, felt kind of out of place a little bit. That one. It felt like they were like, oh shit, this movie's like two and a half hours. God. Yeah, this movie felt long. I didn't think it felt unpaced. This one, I, I didn't feel. Like they could have cut some stuff out of this. No, 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 no. No. Yeah, I don't know. This is one of the few long Some movies of the cult I feel stuff. that it, it was long and I didn't feel like its pacing was bad. I didn't say its pacing was bad, but it definitely felt well, long. Well, usually if you feel like you have to cut something, it's because the pacing was bad. If you liked all of it, its length was fine. It's just like you have a problem sitting through a long-ass movie, which is fine, too. My, my favorite movies are the longest movies alive. Fuck Lord Yeah, it's true. I have no problem with long movies. I do. So, at this point, we see... This is when all the shit hits the fan. Everything. So, Miles ends up snapping out of his his PTSD and picks up a gun for the first time after killing 123 people in the army as a sniper. Um, And he picks up the gun that was dropped and kills everybody, basically. The best redemption I've ever seen. Dead instantly. Yep. Shot right between the eyes. Yep. Then he kills those two goons outside. Yep. Did he kill Rose? Mm-hmm. He did kill Rose? Yep. Yeah. Did he kill Rose? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. No. Darlene Jeff did. Or was it Jeff Bridges? Didn't she get stabbed? No, Darlene killed Rose. 
I don't think she did. I think it was Jeff Bridges. I can't remember. Dar- no, Rose stabbed him. Darlene shot her. Maybe. Because Bridges was too fucked up. Yeah. 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 So that happens. The only survivors of this end Darlene. up being Darlene and Jeff Bridges. Yep. Which I thought was shocking, but I guess I'm I had no idea how that I thought that was. Those going. are the only two I didn't want to die or cared if they died. I was really happy when Miles got his um, his priest's uh, yeah. forgiveness yeah. at the end by Jeff Bridges, who wasn't a real priest, but in That's, a way went through a transformation. He just needed something. Yeah. But I think Jeff Bridges needed that too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. his character. Yeah. Yeah. And at the end, we see Darlene's finally, because because of the money, finally, is is headlining a major show. Like, well, major-ish. Um, big, it's better than gig. $12. Oh, it's definitely better yeah, than $12. Dollars. And she's got confidence. And you know, shit's going out well. Doesn't wear the wig anymore. Doesn't wear the wig anymore. Um... Jeff Bridges is in the audience, and it's the end of the movie, and we just see him, like, nod to her. They lock eyes for a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. Give each other that nod. Mm Mm-hmm. And that was it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to jump into... First, I'm going to just jump into what's your number grade, um, and then we can go back onto a couple other things. Probably going to give this about a solid eight. Yeah. Because I liked it. I mean, I wasn't blown away by it. Definitely didn't hate anything in it except for certain <laughs> characters, but <laughs> characters that you were meant to hate. Yeah. It's a solid movie. I gave it a, an 8.5. Um, I thought it was I thought it was very well done. Uh, the writing was very good. The door really fucking bothered me, which is why this isn't a 9. Otherwise, <laughs> it, it would be a 9. It's just like, when a movie's done this well, you expect everything to make sense so it's like that one thing was like it was like oh come on guys i'm not gonna give you a three because of it like some other douchebags might but you know i have to knock it down a peg it was a little bit ridiculous like if you're gonna kidnap someone and act that confident you're gonna close the door yeah do a little better job yeah you know you could have made you could have made rose uh i mean emily nervous and that would have sold the reason why the door still open because she's panicking and you know, she's doing shit, but it, it didn't sell. Um, I thought the acting was awesome from everybody. I didn't think there was anybody who I thought was lacking. I especially loved Jeff Bridges and Chris Hemsworth yeah, me too. and um, Darlene and, was really and good Miles. too. And Darlene, everyone, everyone was good in this. Yeah, there was even no... the Dakota Johnson girl who was in that. Fifty Shades movie. Yeah, there was there was no bad actor in this. Everybody was was played. Every character was played perfectly. The writing was amazing. The uh, special effects, like the gore and stuff, was that was was pretty good, um, pretty acceptable. Um, yeah, it was eight point five. What do you think? I so I give this movie a nine. I give it a nine, but I, I would love to give it a ten if it just explained kind of why the fuck a little bit more of things were happening. Which you guys kind of sussed out maybe why the detective guy was there, the CIA guy, or whatever was there. But I just don't think it did a very great job of. They never explained. Not, not that it didn't do a great job. I felt like it was cut out. 
I felt like it was explained and it was cut out. This was probably like a four-hour mm. movie. Yeah, maybe. I think it could have been a TV series, mm. like, like a mini series, eight episodes, like Little Big Liars or whatever on on HBO. Like it could have done that. <laughs> Little Big Liars. Little Big Lies. Oh, is that really a show? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Band of Brothers. Star-studded show. Jesus. That's Christ. only like five episodes, six episodes, that are an hour long. But like, I just felt like this maybe could have been that, and it could have explained a lot more backstory. Done, done. Like what you would have wanted it to do, if you done what I wanted it to do, which is explain a little bit more of what the fuck was happening. But yeah, otherwise, definitely like a nine. It was a, it was a great movie. The writing was fantastic. Actors and actresses were fantastic. Yeah, fuck the door. Whatever. Not my biggest complaint. I was Hodor. The door. I'm just Hodor. That's the only thing I know. <laughs> no, I know. Basically, what I'm just saying is go watch <laughs> this movie. Hundred percent. Um. Yeah, so one thing I didn't touch on, though, is that the uh, the lighting and the cinematography was damn good for, Dope. for uh, you know, for, for being a noir. It was very n- a noir. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I hate that fucking word. I really it's do. a French word, I it, think. That's why it's a it's douchey sad. word. It's dirty Douche. like the French. I hate that word. I'm just going to move on. I, I'm, I'm, I'm appalled. Concierge. Noir. Stop. <laughs> Um, so, in closing, um, anything to plug, Rob, this week? (sighs) Nothing at all. Don't even like, share, subscribe, follow. Share, like, subscribe. (laughs) I'm gonna change it up, say it in a different order. (laughs) Throw you for a loop. Definitely follow. Follow. Definitely rate, subscribe, share, let all your friends know. Give us suggestions. Let us know what we could do, what you'd like to see, and like that. Uh, And if you want Justin to get a tattoo on his asshole. God, stop reminding anyone of that. Don't do that. Don't share it, actually. Share it. Five likes. Whoa! He's agreed. No, I have not. I have no writing. There's no writing. What do you have to plug? There's no writing. Um, so I so like, share, subscribe, follow anything Brutally Honest Network uh, this is Brutally Honest Reviews soon we are starting a beer show a music show, a Game of Thrones review recap show and also another show called Jump Cuts um, tune in for those sometime in November um, check out Hop Top Films we got 7 short films coming out in October on the 28th and we also have plenty of shows that we are collaborating with Brutally Honest Network to put out there on the Brutally Honest Network. Um, check us out. Peace. Thanks. <laughs>